are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Of course, today is Friday, December 24th, 2021. Merry Christmas Eve to you and yours. If you celebrate, I am your host, Tidy and Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dan Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Once again, a friendly reminder that Locked On Mariners, along with the rest of the Locked On MLB Network, is now on a three shows a week schedule until mid-February. So if you still want to hear from us five times a week, be sure to visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone and subscribe so you can get the two shows we post every week on there. Those will be coming on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Meanwhile, we'll be dropping episodes of Locked On Mariners every Monday, Wednesday, and of course, Friday, which is today. And on today's episode of Locked On Mariners, it's Fan Fiction Friday. You submitted your Mariners trade ideas to us on Twitter and via email at LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. We're going to read and grade as many as we can on the 20 to 80 grading scale. 80 being the best, 20 being uh, not so great. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. We greatly appreciate it. So, Colby, you ready to get into these trades? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Let's start with a couple of trades that we got via email, starting with uh, Davis, who has a three-team trade, which ends up getting the Mariners' Brian Reynolds. The Yankees are also involved in this deal. Of course, the Pirates. Uh, the Yankees in this deal get, well, the Mariners straight up just get Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. The Yankees get David Bednar, Paul Seawald, and Luis Torrens. While well, the Pirates get Matt Brash, Kyle Lewis, Oswald Peraza. Um, so for me, uh, it's a lot for the Mariners to give up three potential, actually four potential contributors to the 2022 roster. And I still don't think that the Pirates would do this just to get Brash, Lewis, and Peraza for Reynolds. I just mm-hmm. don't see how that works for the Pirates. I, I don't see the Mariners giving up four 2022 contributors for Brian Reynolds when, especially when that valuation itself is not going to get it done for the, from the Pirates perspective either. Yeah. It just, it really feels like, like Peraza is a really good prospect and he's a really fun guy to get. Um, but if, if he's the best you can do, you know, it's probably it's 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 probably not a deal that you have that you're going to take for four years of a you know six win player, um, especially when we hear they're asking for Julio. Um, so yeah. to me, it just it doesn't quite match up for anybody. I'm not even sure if the Yankees would trade Peraza, even though I mean I'm sure they like Torrens and and Seawald would be right. very helpful and and all that, but it's. Peraza might be their starting shortstop this year. Um, true, true, true. He's he's major league ready. He's ready for an opportunity, and and um, you know he's twenty one. Uh, the Yankees want relief help. They can just go buy it. Uh, they don't need to you know 
give up trade assets while helping one of their, you know, AL, you know, uh, I don't, another AL contender, let's say, get, you know, significantly better in the outfield and in the lineup. Um, but yeah, like you said, Seattle, that's a lot of, you know, 2022 help you're giving up. So, you know, what's going to be worth more? Those four guys in 2022 or Brian Reynolds? I mean, it's kind of tough to say, right? Like it, yeah. it could go either way. And now you have to go out and you have to fill, you have to spend more money to go fix your bullpen. Um, it's just, it's a lot to give up. And, and I just, I don't think it works for any of the three teams. Uh, I think it's pretty creative. Um, it's one of the better three team deals we've seen, but uh, I just don't think there's quite enough there uh, to really entice any of the the three teams, to be honest. Yeah. It just, uh, I, I don't really think that it works for all three sides. And, you know, again, Three team deals are hard to put together, so um, you know I applaud you for for the effort at least. Um, but yeah, I just I don't think from the marriage perspective, it's it's just a lot to give up. And again, it's not going to be what really the pirates are going to want to get out of it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to give this one. Yeah, I applaud the creativity, and so that's going to keep it from being like a pretty low score. I'm going to give it like a 40. Oh, well, I'm going to give it a 50. Okay. I think it's close enough that you could like use it as kind of like a, a jumping off point. Um, but I just, I don't, again, I don't, I don't see any of the three teams being all that interested uh, mm-hmm. in that deal as it, as it was presented, presented to us. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for the proposal, Davis. Let's move on to Sean. who says, Hey guys, listen to the show in my car every morning hello sean and hello sean's car my trade proposal is the mariners get max stassi and sam bachman from the angels for cal raleigh and adam Mako. i don't think this is enough for the angels honestly because bachman first round pick this uh past season and uh stassi is a pretty good catcher obviously raleigh and Mako, pretty pretty darn good prospects who uh Especially, you know, Mako, as of late, we've been really uh, praising lately on the show. But, yeah, I, I don't think this one is going to get it done for uh, for the Angels. No, the Angels aren't rebuilding. Um, they kind of can't. They, they put themselves in that situation where they have to go for it. So, uh, you know, taking what is surely going to be considered a, a downgrade at the catcher position in 2022, while mm-hmm. also, in theory, downgrading the prospect yeah, on the prospect side of things, it just it doesn't make a lot of sense for them. So, uh, the Angels are absolutely going to uh, look to compete this year. Um, you know, they've already signed, or brought back Rizal Iglesias. They signed Noah Syndergaard. Like they're looking at bats. They're going to try uh, to win. Uh, whether they should or shouldn't, completely different story. But they're not going to give up major league assets, and they're probably their best prospect. Um, yeah you know, for a guy who honestly you're kind of hoping turns into Max Stassi in a year or two. So, uh, yeah, it just, it's not, it's not a right time. It's not the right time for, for the angels to make this type of trade. Um, if it was just Raleigh for Stassi, like in July, um, that would, uh, also wouldn't make much sense because Stassi is a free agent after this year. So it's a lot for the Mariners to give up for one year of Stassi on top of it. So, um, like I said, uh, pretty pretty creative. Uh, we hadn't heard these names before, um, so I'll give it a, a forty-two. 
Yeah, I'll give it a 42 as well. Why not? I'll join you. Um, yeah, I like the idea. Uh, just like, or like the names, right? Like, I'm a big Sam Bachman guy, so Same. that's a lot of fun. I just, uh, yeah, I'm not a, I don't think that that, that would work for uh, for Anaheim whatsoever. Because, again, you made a great point there. You're basically downgrading that catcher and downgrading the prospect. While I love Adam Mako, I think he's a fantastic prospect. There's a clear divide between him and Sam Bachman still. Um, so, yeah. And uh, while they're getting a controllable catcher in Raleigh, like you said, again, it's about winning for this team for Anaheim this year. And um, they have a better chance to do that with Max Stassi than, than Cal Raleigh. Yeah, I mean, Stassi's a guy to look out for at the deadline if the Angels fall out of it um because he would make a lot of sense for for a team like mm-hmm. seattle um but as things stand right now just it, it doesn't make sense for the angels to trade stassi mm-hmm. for non-major league help mm-hmm. well thank you for the trade proposal submission there sean really appreciate it hope you're enjoying uh listening to us on your car ride today if you are uh so let's uh let's do one of these trades from twitter and then uh we'll uh take a quick uh do a quick ad read and then uh, do some more trades. Let's uh, let's go over here to Eli Sellers at Eli Sellers 24, who has a uh, trade proposal, uh, trade idea with the um, Cincinnati Reds and the Mariners. Sonny Gray and Jesse Winker for Brandon Williamson, Le- uh, Levi Stout, Edwin Arroyo, and uh, Zach Deloach. This is, um, I mean, it's quite a bit of bulk from the Mariners. All four of these guys are really fun prospects. Jesse Winker is fantastic, though. And, um, you know, I think, like, uh, I think you could get Sonny Gray for Levi Stout and something. Um, but, yeah, adding Winker to this, well, we know that the Reds apparently really love Williamson. We know that they're interested in Stout as well. Arroyo and Deloach are, are, are really, really strong prospects as well. I just, Winker is, has been so good lately. I just don't know if this would get it done. Um, I think you'd need to go a bit higher than Brandon Williamson there on the prospect return as, as in terms of the, uh, the leader of that package, the headliner of that package rather. Um, right. Yeah. If, I, I think if, you need to give up someone in your top five for Jesse Winker. Yeah, um, he's got two years left of club control, so um, it's it's not that he's absurdly expensive, which we know the Reds are trying to cut salary. Um, he's probably going to make you know seven eight million bucks this year, so it's not that he is so expensive that the that the Reds are just going to look to get rid of him. Um, so I mean, just listen I, to these numbers from Jesse Winker real quick this year: one hundred and ten games played, four hundred and eighty five plate appearances. He slashed 305, 394, 556 with a WRC plus of 148. It was worth 3.2 F4. Obviously not a great defender, but he only struck out 15.5% of the time and walked 10.9% of the time this year. The dude absolutely is a fantastic hitter. He's honestly probably the most underrated hitter in all of baseball. Probably. Um, Yeah, and and so like like I said, he's only going to make... um, He's projected to only make about $7 million in arbitration this year. It, it feels like to get Winker, you're going to have to part with Noel V or Emerson Hancock on top of, 
you know, probably Stout um, mm. and maybe even Deloach. Like, I think those three for those two probably get you in the ballpark. And even then, they're probably going to ask for a pretty good fourth piece like, I don't know, maybe Sam Carlson or maybe even somebody like, uh, you know, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be pretty demanding for that fourth piece because, again, they don't have to trade. Well, they don't have to trade either of these guys. They each have two years of club control left, um, but they probably should. Uh, but I, you're not trading Winker as like Sonny Gray has to be treated more as a throw in than, than Jesse Winker a little bit. But uh, overall, it like I said, it's very interesting. So um, I'm going to give it a 50. I think it's I think it's solid enough. Uh, I'm going to give it a 55, actually. No, there you go. Yeah. Like I think this is one of our better ones. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's because uh, like idea. I even even though that I think it would take more to get Winker, I don't know. Maybe the Reds want, would like this deal. I don't know. The Reds kind of made some silly decisions as of late. So yeah, <laughs> who knows? I mean, who I knows? to me, it's Winker is is like that's your shoot the moon uh, move. That's mm-hmm. the all in move. Um, but hey, you know what? Like you said, we know they're talking to the Reds about Sonny Gray. We know they've been interested in Luis Castillo. So could they have asked about Jesse Winker? Yeah, they probably have. Um, are the Reds willing to move him? That's probably the biggest stumbling block I see in, in any obvious, you know, any trade uh, involving Winker mm-hmm. and Gray. Yep. All right. So we're going to go over some more trades in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and it's high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. And there's so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have a raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse, you never know just when you're going to need it. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Just be sure to have a couple napkins on hand. Like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate, tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order at Built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. We greatly appreciate the support. Let's continue with your trade ideas Starting with Alex Ludbetter 15 at Alex Ludbetter 15 on Twitter, uh, who has a uh, trade idea with the Detroit Tigers, where the Mariners send Jake Fraley and Sam Carlson to the Tigers for Robbie Grossman, who has just a year left of club control, but is a pretty underrated player. I don't think this is enough to get it done, especially with where the Tigers are right now. Seems like they're ready to compete for a playoff spot, at least. 
just sign Javi Baez, just sign Eduardo Rodriguez, just traded for Tucker Barnhart. You know, they could have traded Robbie Grossman at the deadline this year, chose not to. They extended Jonathan Scope instead of trading him. So I don't think that the uh, the Tigers would be interested in trading Grossman in general, let alone for this package. Because, look, you, you guys know how we feel about Jake Fraley. Sam Carlson still hasn't made it out of low A after coming back from his injury. Um, looked fairly good at times this year, but overall... Yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to uh, move the needle for the uh, for the Tigers in the steal. No, I, I think, honestly, if you're looking, um, like, on the surface, it makes sense. You know, Fraley's the Grossman replacement. Fraley was, yep. you know, posted pretty good numbers last year. Um, not all that dissimilar um, from Robbie Grossman, uh, just pure number-wise. But, again, Fraley's never done it over a full season. He really struggled for long stretches particularly when he came out of COVID um, is Fraley going to run the ridiculous walk rate he was for the first half of the season. I mean, he's not going to walk 17% of the time. Right. Um, so yeah. I mean, Grossman last year, by the way, 156 games played 671 played appearances, 23 home runs, 239, 357, 415 with a 114 WRC plus, And it uh, was almost worth three F4 last year. Obviously, yeah. uh, you know, kind of like Winker, not a great defender, but um, dude hits and he walks. He walked 14 and a half percent of the time. Right. Fraley posted a 352 on base and a 109 WRC plus. So, again, the the ratio stats are pretty close in a, in um, a fall in a, in a far more s- small sample size. Yes, to yes, be fair. yes. About half a season. So um, nine home runs, 10 stolen bases. Like there are some interesting things about Jake Fraley. Defense was not what we had hoped uh, it was going to be when the Mariners acquired him. Like I said, there's still some interesting things about Jake Fraley's profile, but the mm-hmm. Tigers are trying to win. They're they're going for it, so they're yeah. not going to want to risk Jake Fraley. Um, if you want Robbie Grossman, you want a one-for-one swap, how about something like Drew Steckenrider for Robbie Grossman? Right. That might work. So Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll give this one a forty-five. It just it, it doesn't make sense from the Tigers' standpoint. But Grossman would be a a, a great uh, you know addition to the Mariners' lineup. He'd be a really good fit in Seattle. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I'll go with a forty. Okay. Thank you for the uh, trade proposal, Alex. Greatly appreciate it. Let's move on to Curtis Christensen at Courtesy Baseball. Would you guys trade try to fix? Uh, Padres left-handed pitching prospect McKenzie Gore for Harry Ford or Emerson Hancock. So one or the other. Mm. I think not you have Harry to li- Ford. I think you have to eliminate, eliminate Hancock because if the Padres are going to try and fix quote unquote, one high profile top prospect, you know, top 10 pick, they're probably going to stick with the guy that they know better, which is Gore. So sure. for me, yeah, the only possibility is Ford for Gore and I'm not doing that. Yeah, neither am I. That's a good point, though, on uh, on Hancock. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think that the Padres would do Hancock, and I'm not doing Ford from the Mariners. So, I mean, like, let me ask you this, Colby. What's, like, kind of the, um, the line that you draw in the Mariners farm system for, like, a one-for-one one one swap that's kind of realistic? with the Padres for Mackenzie Gore, if there is one to you. 
I I don't see one that fits both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I'd probably rather take a chance on getting value out of Matt Brash this year, honestly, than Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. Um, and I doubt they're going to trade Mackenzie Gore for, you know, Brandon Williamson, Cal, like Cal Raleigh. Yeah. 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 So I don't really see one that fits for Mackenzie Gore. Uh, yeah. Fun project. And, and I still, I still believe uh, that there's a really good starter there. Um, but yeah, there are legitimate concerns now they're starting to creep in. So uh, like me personally, would I trade Hancock for Gore? <sighs> Probably not for the same reasons I don't think San Diego would. Just stick with the guy you have. Um, if you can get Gore for cheap, do it. Like, if they're like, hey, we'll yeah. take, you know, we'll take Edwin Arroyo. Okay, fine, sure. Here you go. But <laughs> right, right, right. But they're just not going to do that. So I like the right. idea. I just don't think they match up that well in terms of prospect swaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since this wasn't really a specific trade, this was more just of an idea. Do we Should we give this a grade? I don't even know how to grade this. I'll give the idea like a 55. It's pretty interesting. I just, I just don't see the the match. Um, If Gore is coming over with say, I don't know, you Darvish so that you eat some of that salary or Will Myers, then I I think that makes a lot of sense. I would like to see Gore, you know, the Mariners get their hands on McKenzie Gore, but I just don't see it happening in a prospect swap. I can't find one that, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah. I'll yeah, agree I, with you on the idea. I, I I think it's probably like a fifty to a fifty-five, just in terms yeah. of the idea. Yes, um, it's, it's a good conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Thank you, uh, Curtis. We'll go over the final few trades that we have here on Twitter in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, time for some more trades here before we wrap up this Christmas Eve special of Fan Fiction Friday. Let's move on here to Aiden at SFNE58 on Twitter. As a uh, very, uh, you know, Aiden over the last few weeks has submitted some pretty small deals for the Mariners. I think this is kind of his uh, his thing, his, uh, his brand. And uh, you know what? I like it. I appreciate it. Um, he has the, uh, the Mariners sending Kevin Padlow to the Cubs for uh, prospects. Ronye Quintero, who's a catcher, and right-handed pitcher Richard Gallardo. Quintero played in the Complex League this year. Gallardo is at a ball. Um, fine. <laughs> like if they, if the Mariners were able to trade Kevin Padlow for anything cool. Um, yeah, I think like the most I could give the steal though is like a 50 because like I, it's kind of inconsequential in the end, but, uh, yeah, 50 Colby. I don't know anything about those two guys, but I know the Cubs are not going to trade them for Kevin Padlow. 
So 30. I, I don't, I don't know. Those guys could be 28 year olds in, in low a ball. And I'd still be like, yeah, probably carries a little more upside than Kevin Padlow does. So, uh, yeah, I, man, I, I would be Kevin pretty shocked. Padlow do to you nothing. He just, he's not interesting as a prospect really at all. I mean, he occasionally hits for right-handed power. He's a power hitting third baseman who can't play defense or run like, or make contact like, Ooh, I mean, Ryan Healy played a couple of years in major Sign league baseball. I'm just oh, okay. So you want you want Ryan Healy? Okay. <laughs> no, gonna, I'm saying the Cubs p- might want Ryan Healy. <laughs> First of all, just go sign Ryan Healy. At least Ryan yeah. Healy had a personality, a very bro personality, but still. <laughs> hey, you don't know if Kevin Padlow has a bro personality or not. I don't care if he does or not. He's not good. <laughs> Move along. I don't know Jeez. anything about those two prospects. I don't care. 45 there you go just because i don't care. yeah there we go see i talked him up for you Hayden. yeah just I because i don't care and i want to move on <laughs> by the way and keep sending these small small deals because that's kind of your thing you love to send yeah. these really small minor deals and honestly they're pretty fun um i, I respect one, someone that has a brand <laughs> yeah <laughs> stick to it um so thank you aiden let's move on to damien grubbs at grubbs damien on twitter who has a deal with the New York Yankees in which the Mariners send Drew Steckenrider, Adam Mako, and Kaden Polkovich to the Yankees for Joey Gallo. Um, It kind of feels like a lot and not enough at the same time. Does that make sense, Bulby? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess I'm alone in this boat. I just like, I, I don't know. It feels it like too much for me. Yeah. It's like Gallo only has a year. He was yeah. just absolutely abysmal since going to New York. Um, Obviously, New York fans want him out. I don't know if the organization shares that uh, that same feeling, but we know an AL West team asked about him. So that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we, we Second rider obviously helps them. Mako's really fun. Mm hmm. But Steckenrider um, also helps the Mariners. Yeah. And the Mariners love Adam Mako. Um, Though Gallo with his defense would really help in the outfield. Oh, he would. He'd be, he be great. But again, it's it's one year. And it's yeah. six years of Mako, who very likely is going to, his value and trade is going to jump up significantly. And I think it's already right. pretty good. So. If this was Mako for Gallo straight up, I'd, I'd strongly consider it. If it was Steckenrider and, and Polkovich straight up uh, for Gallo, I would probably consider it. But adding Mako and Steckenrider in the same deal, to me, that's, it seems to hurt the Mariners. Like The net is still positive for the Mariners in 2022. Gallo is going to be more valuable than Steckenrider. But again, now you have to go out and you have to replace Steckenrider, which you probably easily do, but now you're down at a Mako too. Like that. Yeah, it just feels like just a tiny bit too much for me. I'll give it a 48. Yeah, I'll give it a 50. I could see something like this happening. Yeah. I just wouldn't yeah. love it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, and, I'm and I'm a Joey Gallo fan. I'm not one of those, oh, you can't have a guy who strikes out 200 times in your lineup. Of course you can. You absolutely can. So, yeah, that's a I I'm a Joey Gallo fan. 
So those takes are uh, interesting they're bad. that people have about they're, uh, ba- they're bad. Joey Gallo, yeah. Any any take that is not Joey Gallo is a good major league baseball player is bad. Let's just put that out there. That's a bad take. All right, so thank you, Damian. Let's get on to our last trade here from Travis Butts at Travis B underscore thirty four. Um, three team deal with the Twins and A's. The uh, so this one's pretty large. So bear with me here. The Mariners get um, reliever Caleb Tealbar, Josh Donaldson, third baseman, carries quite a bit of money, but under club control for the next two years, and Frankie Montas under club control for the next few years. Uh, so they address their third base spot. They get some bullpen help and get their second starter. The Twins get Matt Chapman, Taylor Trammell, and Taylor Dollard. Mm-hmm. And the A's get Emerson Hancock, Connor Phillips, Cade Marlowe, Johan Duran, Noah Miller, and Alaric Soler. So kind of hits on the A's with wanting to get bulk. Twins get a cheaper solution at third base slightly cheaper solution at third base mm-hmm. and kind of keeps them in that mix prospects. to still compete and yep. get and they get taylor Trammell, who will probably help them in 2022 at least play for them in 2022 mm-hmm. taylor dollar pretty fun i kind of like this deal i wonder if minnesota does this because i i think we understand that they're probably not re- rebuilding at all um but Chapman has a lot of question marks. Tramel has a lot of question marks and Dollard while he's interesting, probably a number four starter ceiling, more than likely a mid reliever. And, you know, they clear some of Donaldson's you money. Which is, mouth. I mean, it's the truth. Um, you clear some of Donaldson's money, probably about, you know, $10 million, give or take, which is helpful, but that costs you Duran. Who's, you know, top 10 prospect in their system. Um, you know, Noah Miller is, is pretty interesting. He's probably top 15 to 20 in the system, although he is a few years away. So it's not like he's super enticing. Um, but yeah, it just, to me, I feel like hmm, my hang up here is would Minnesota do this, but overall just understanding how hard it is to get a three team deal set up. Uh, this is really well done because I think it addresses the needs of all three teams. I think all three teams get mm-hmm. packages. They could be reasonably happy with. I mean, mm-hmm. Oakland getting Hancock, Phillips, Marlowe, Duran Miller, uh, for two years of Montes and two years of Chapman. That's pretty good value, uh, for those guys. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to give this one like a 60, 65. It's, it's really well thought out. Yeah. I'm going to make a statement here. I'm, this is the best three team deal we've ever gotten on yes. Fan Fiction Friday. Agreed. Um, it checks pretty much all the boxes. Yeah. It might um, be a little pie in the sky from the Mariners side of things to get Donaldson and Montas. But it's not maybe. like they, they're getting them for a, a discount. I mean Yeah. No, they're giving up a lot. They're giving up five assets. Like you know, top five good assets. Top five, a uh, type top five prospect, top ten prospect, couple top twenty prospects, and a young Taylor Trammell who was top ten in the system before this year, who flashed some really good things. Like, yeah, that's that's quite a bit, and they have to take on Donaldson's contract too. Um, yeah, like I, I don't think they underpaid for those guys. I just 
yeah. These type of things don't typically go down, but as it's constructed, yeah, it's a really good trade. I'm going to well give it a out. I'm going to give it a 65. Yeah. It's very very, very well thought out. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to give you a 70. It's Christmas after all. I'm going to give the first 70 we've ever handed out on Fan Fiction Friday. All right. Well, you know what? It's an 80. How about that? Top that. <laughs> Top that. Haha. <laughs> first 80 ever given out. I'll stick right, with well, it's an 80. It's an 85. Nah. <laughs> We're breaking the scale, baby. <laughs> oh, okay. It is Byron Buxton defense on the 2080 scale, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's really well done. I'll stick yeah, to my 65. Very, yeah. Very good job, Travis. So uh, that's going to do it for our show. And uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Lockdown Mariners and taking some time out of your Christmas Eve to come listen to us two idiots grade your trades. And uh, for Colby Patnote, I'm Tidane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. Now, uh, make your second listen of the day. Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And just like us, their show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So have yourself a beautiful baseball weekend. Have yourself a beautiful baseball Christmas. And we'll see you on Monday. Peace.